The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. First of all, we're going to talk about this fantastic meteor shower that's going to happen over the weekend. And I'm joined now by David Moore, Chairman of Astronomy Ireland. You're very welcome to the programme, David. Thank you very much, Luke. So tell us, it's going to be spectacular, is it? Tell us what's going to be happening tonight in the skies all over Ireland. Yeah, that's right. We have one of the best meteor showers of the year. We'll get 20 times more meteors than you will on an average night. So people have seen typically 60 an hour, sometimes twice as many, but sometimes only half as many. We don't know exactly, and that's why we want people to count how many they see, send them into Astronomy Ireland magazine. We'll do a big report on it anyway. And that's how we watch the trends in these meteor showers by the general public watching them every year. But this year, the moon's out of the way, so conditions are perfect. Right, I love this. The citizen science, though, in a sense. You're asking people to have yeah. a look, basically, and send in what they see. I noticed they uh, give the rate of meteors every every 15 minutes is the idea, isn't it? And then email them into you. And that'll be useful, I guess, only because you get more information on this particular set of meteor shadows that's happening. That's right, yeah. Astronomy is one of the few sciences left where the general public can make a significant contribution. And all you have to do is just start on the hour, quarter past the hour, half past the hour, Count how many you see for 15 minutes, simple as that, and record it. So your report might be, wherever your name and address, uh, 11 to 11.15, so 19 meteors, 11.15, uh, 11.30, 11, 27, or 6, or whatever it might be, and uh, just enjoy the show. It's great fun for the whole family. It gives you a bit of purpose uh, to it as well. And if you do get clear skies, you can actually do it tonight and tomorrow night, uh, because the maximum we, we expect is tonight. But tomorrow night could be half as good, and that's still 10 times more meteors than you'll see on an average night. Right, yeah. I mean, it strikes me it's, it's a special one, isn't it? I mean, this seems to be especially prominent, apparently. And these things called fireballs, I noticed as well, might appear. Isn't yeah. that right? And they're especially important, aren't they? And exciting things to see. So keep an eye out for those as well. And what, David, what is it exactly, this particular one that we're now looking out for? Give us a bit more information on it. Yeah, well, Perseid means from Perseus, which is one of the constellation star patterns. It's technically over in the northeast, but you'll see the meteors anywhere in the sky. And they're caused by bits that have fallen off a comet. In this case, a comet called Swift-Tuttle, which happens to come quite close to the Earth, but its orbit is fortunately far enough away. We don't think it'll, it'll hit us in the next few thousand years anyway. But it is one of the big, dangerous objects out there, bigger than the object that killed the dinosaurs, for instance. So we're keeping a close eye on the comet itself. It was last near the Earth in 1992, and it comes back every 130 years. So we've got just over a century to see it. When it does come back in a century, it'll be as bright as the brightest stars in the sky, a really spectacular comet. And it's probably been around the sun thousands of times, so it's left debris all around its orbit. Comets are giant, dirty snowballs. And they're typically the size of a grain of sand or up to maybe the size of a pebble. A pebble hitting the atmosphere at uh, 130,000 miles an hour, over 200,000 kilometers an hour, burns up with this huge fiery streak. And there's one that we reproduced it in this month's magazine that was seen in, in 2021 uh, that Michael uh, Martin was looking at to be photographing from a beach in Wexford. And it was seen from the south coast to the north coast. It lit up all of Ireland. It was probably only the size of a pebble. But hitting the atmosphere at that kind of speed uh, produced a spectacular fireball that we all live for. Hopefully, we'll get another one of those this year. 
Right, yeah, it could be incredible, couldn't it, really? Yeah. And can we expect that? You're optimistic. I mean, the, the big question there is, what if it's cloudy? Now, the forecast yeah. isn't great, but still, you'd be optimistic, would you? There'd be places anyway where there'd be a break in the clouds, say. So it's still well worth getting I out just, there, isn't it? Yeah, I just took a look at Mets.ie and uh, they're predicting clear spells, especially over the east and the south. But we have to remember, astronomers were lucky. We can predict eclipses and other events like clockwork. So we know there's going to be an eclipse of the moon visible from Ireland in October. There'll be a eclipse of the sun from Ireland in April next year. But the weather, unfortunately, is not as cooperative. It's a chaotic system. So tiny changes can have, uh, in, in the type where you're having, can have huge effects later on down the line. So it's difficult to predict more than a week in advance. Sometimes even a day or two can be tricky. So we always tell people, sort of ignore the weather forecast and just go out and look. Because sometimes they can say it's going to be clear and it turns out to be cloudy, but vice versa. Uh, so for the whole country to be totally clouded out is unusual. Yeah. If you have cloudy skies, somebody else will probably see it. So che- keep checking all night long if you can. Right, yeah. It's not a good night, so we can all stay up late tonight. And it'd be a shame. Uh, I'd be sick if people were indoors asleep and all these celestial fireworks were going on above their heads. Right, a couple of texts coming in, which is great. You, you don't need a telescope, right? You're, the naked eye is more than sufficient for this, right? But if you did have a telescope, could, would you see more detail? No. They're too fast and they could appear anywhere in the sky. You right. never get your telescope on them fast enough. So, in fact, you've got telescopes, even binoculars, leave them indoors or keep them nearby in case you see something else interesting. But uh, one thing I've seen before, these are some of the fastest meteors we have. And... The really bright ones can leave a glowing train behind them. And you can actually look at those in binoculars. They can last, I've seen them last several minutes. That's very rare, usually only a few seconds. And if you can swing your binoculars on them, you can see them disperse in the high altitude winds, uh, the Earth's upper atmosphere. That's rare, but really, naked eye, everybody can watch. Try to get to a dark sky. If you live in a town or a city, then the sky is going to be bright thanks to all the street lights. If you can get out of the city, great, you'll get the very best views. But even in the city, you'll still see 20 times more than you would on a normal night. Right. And I've had great views some years just from a backyard in, in, in the suburbs. Right, but, you, but it's good to get, as you say, get away from, from daylight, or not like the, the street lights, for example. So it's good to go out a little bit, is it? Maybe if you should go into the countryside, should they, or go into a nearby hill or yeah. something. That would make it even more spectacular, I guess, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you've got panoramic views, and, and another uh, another tip is if you're in a group, if it's a family group, don't uh, ha- in, mix your counts together. Each person should keep their own individual count. And uh, in fact, if there's several of you, point in a different direction. One yeah. looking north, one looking south, east and west, and you know, you'll be covering even more of the sky. It's a great way to teach kids about science in a way, because obviously they're measuring, they're observing, you know, they're trying to calculate the number of meteors per unit time. So for me as a, a science a science educator, it's a wonderful thing to do, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, because, uh, you know, in ancient times we called them shooting stars because they looked like stars shooting across the sky. We now know that nothing is to do with the stars whatsoever. Uh, these are tiny particles burning up in the atmosphere. Ancient people didn't know that. We now do. We know about the comet. We know how the orbits of the Earth and the orbits of the comet intersect each other. Right now, you and I are doing 67,000 miles an hour, so over 100,000 kilometers, around the sun. And the, the comet's particles are doing a similar speed in the opposite direction. So we hit each other head on. These are some of the fastest meteors we have. So there's so much science behind the whole thing. 
when you're standing outside just going, ooh, and ah. I mean, we've had some of these watches in Dublin City in the past. And, uh, you know, to have a whole crowd watch the fireworks above is, is something else. And even a small group, a small family group, it's a very impressive sight. And right. you can learn lots about the universe. You can indeed, yeah. Now, quick question. What are they made of? You're saying they're bits of dust, right? So they're coming off this comet. Has has one been captured? Meteorites have hit the Earth, obviously, in history, haven't they, as well? So what are they actually made of? Yeah, well, comets, we think, are the leftover remains of what formed the solar system. So uh, the sun and planets were all formed from a huge cloud of gas and dust. And we can see these in space far from the Earth. We assume they're collapsing under gravity. And as the solid lump grows at the center of the gas cloud, it eventually becomes a star, the sun in our case. And any debris going around the sun was uh, this gas and dust eventually coalesced under gravity into the planets. Uh, And when the sun lit up, its radiation blew the gas and dust away. And we can see this happening in other gas clouds today. So we know that's the process. And so these comets were pushed out of the solar system far from the, the sun, and the, they're still there. We think there's probably billions, maybe even a trillion of these comets way out beyond the outer planets, left over from the formation of the solar system. And uh, when they fall in towards the sun, some of them get trapped by the planet's gravity and force them into tighter orbits, and they go round and round thousands of times, slowly fizzling out and disintegrating into nothing. And we've, we've seen comets fizzle out into nothing in the past. So we know the whole story works quite well. In fact, we've got a great lecture on Monday night online. You'll see it on our website, astronomy.ie, all about how we figured out the Big Bang that happened 14 billion years ago. Yet here we are later on, and, and now we think we know what happened in the first trillionth of a second of the Big Bang. So if you like detective stories, you'll love astronomy. Of it indeed, yeah, superb, isn't it? And the beginning of science, of course, is astronomy in many ways. So you're expe- you're expecting yeah, loads. Yeah, the older science. Yeah, you're, you're expecting loads of oohs and ahs tonight. Let's hope we hear it, because if everybody get out, get observing, make a note of it all, and you learn all about the uh, the, the the universe and all kinds of things through this. Yeah, and so uh, do check out astronomy.org. There's a bit of information there about the proceeds, but it'll also tell you where to send your 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 accounts. And, you know, your name will go in the magazine. The magazine files in the National Library of Ireland, so your, your reports will be recorded for all time. And there's lots more happening as well. There's another big meteor shower in December. Slightly better than this one, uh, we now know, thanks to the public counting them. Uh, this Perseid one has been declining a little bit, and the one in December seems to have been increasing a little bit. So it used to be this Perseus was several times better than the one in December. Now the one in December is probably taking over. Right. The variance from year to year, so we'll see what happens. And there's loads of things you can do as well. as a big barbecue under the stars coming up with giant telescopes in September. And hopefully it'll also inspire people to take up astronomy as a hobby. Exactly. And join Astronomy Ireland. We'd love to have you. Great, great hobby. David, thank you very much indeed. And everybody get out and look for this fantastic meteor show that's happening tonight. Thank you very much, David. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.